Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, Trashlings. Welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Amel. I'm Molly Malshine. We're both coming at you under duress. You can join our Patreon if you want to hear all of the absurd mental anguish that's been going on because of the Scorpio eclipse. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash space trash podcast. And we're also going to talk about some of the Kanye anti-Semitism stuff. So if you do want to hear some more thoughts on that, uh, join the Patreon and you'll you'll get it all. And while we may have some controversial takes in there that we are not attached to, we're just working it out like everybody. Feel free to put your thoughts in the chat forum and not on the review page and speaking of which sorry yeah not on the review page just want to go drive that drive that point home you posted a review yesterday that confused me a little bit so it was a very nice sentiment blue jean baby hopes that wishes that we were daily hope you join the patreon blue jean baby but then Mm -hmm. what so it just says molly at the end it says period space Molly. And then I guess she got abducted or a tornado came sweeping through town. I don't know. So that's the end of, so it's a really nice thing. And then it's Molly and then cuts off. Hopefully it was going to say Molly is not bitter. Blue. It's funny that it's blue jean baby who got cut off. Cause it's, it's, it's more like cutoffs. It's not blue jeans. It's the cutoffs. Okay. What brings us here today on this public facing podcast Speaking of fashion. Yeah. Speaking of me not showering since Sunday, do you know who has showered since Sunday? Probably several times Ivanka Trump and Kim Kardashian. Oh, for sure. More than once a day. Squeaky clean these girls are, I would say. And they found the time to go to the Polo Lounge in New York City and have a alleged three-hour dinner. Oh, it was the Polo Lounge in LA. Oh, I I forgot that. I thought it was at Hollywood. I thought it was at like the... Hollywood, like, like official, like hotel where people go. Right. Exactly. There's a polo bar in New York that's owned by Ralph Lauren. And there's a polo lounge in LA that's not affiliated. That's part of the Beverly Hills hotel. So the more, you know, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, what we, what I really want to talk about is there's a prediction I've been making on this podcast and in salons across the Atlantic about who is going to be the first female president in in the United States of America. And, you know, it was technically Kamala because Joe Biden got like arm surgery or something and she was technically president for four seconds, but I don't think it really sure. counted. Who I think is going to be the first democratically erect, erected, elected female president, Ooh. fruity and slip because she's got to be hot. This is America, baby. It's going to be either Kim Kardashian, Ivanka Trump or Meghan Markle. 
So two of the three does not, I just want to say Markle does not have the public polling strength that perhaps the others may. Right. So, so, okay. Kim and Ivanka hung out last night. They actually have been friends for years. It's really interesting that they would hang out at this exact juncture because, so I saw a really funny thing. A lot of people were like, wow, how could she hang out with Ivanka when her ex-husband slash current husband is going through this anti-Semitism thing? Because they, they, they associate the Trumps with anti-Semitism and it's like, Ivanka's Jewish. Ivanka, well, I, I thought what you were going to say is how could Kim go meet with Ivanka through the anti-Semitism thing? Because how could like she face her Jewish friend? Right, 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 right. I mean, yeah. Why do you think this happened? So, okay. A little media inside baseball. Um, there is a rumor going around on the internet that Backgrid is this photo agency that celebrities call when they want to be papped. Uh, and they are planning it and they get to edit the photos. I interviewed a paparazzo earlier in the year for Newsweek who told me there's really no truth to this theory and no paparazzo would really do that because the magazines wouldn't buy their uh, edited pictures and, and things like that. The stars really, it's usually unspoken. Maybe once in a while, someone will call, but you know, Getty images gets plenty of paparazzi photos too. And there's no way that Getty has paparazzi just floating around, hoping they get lucky. It's an ex- incredibly expensive photo agency. Most paparazzi agencies are paid are like tipped off. That doesn't mean they're paid by the celebs. These photos of them leaving the polo lounge were taken by Backgrid, but mm-hmm. they're super blurry and look like they were taken on a 2003 Blackberry. <laughs> so that that's where my next question comes from for you and for the general public. Do you think Ivanka and Kim wanted this meeting to leak? Yes. Why? Because, I mean, per your prediction, whether or not they are actually in the running to become presidents in New Earth, on New Earth, New Revolution America aside, I think like that is a specific, but I think either way, they both are moving into embodying and owning their personal positions of power. I think they've both had some bad PR moments. They've foot in their mouth it a few times and mm-hmm. they are friends. And I think in this moment where Kanye is going crazy and Trump is going down apparently or whatever, you know, that everyone keeps like, you know, the hearings keep going and going. I think that they are, they are like being that Libra, you know, diplomatic, like women diplomatic front coming together technically from two sides in this controversial time port in the storm right port in the storm to make pretty and actually i think one of the only people i think that one of the only people that that kim and ivanka can relate to is the other keep in mind that trump and kanye have extremely similar natal charts and i think and ivanka and kim are both gem are both libras Ivanka actually is a Scorpio, but she has a huge Libra stellium. Ivanka, Ivanka's birthday is like now. Like Ivanka is. Wait, 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 your, your sound is fucked up. You touched your mic and it got fucked up. Oh my God. Your mic back a little bit to like, maybe there's a, okay. Keep talking again. How's that? Stop moving it and talk for a long time. Hi, I'm Sarah. I, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine. Okay. Okay. So. We'll get into, I feel like before we get into astrology, I want to talk about, I agree with you about Ivanka and 
Kim, they both have extremely problematic family members. I hate the word problematic. I hate saying that because it's such a stand in for an actual problem. If it, if it's right. prob- if it's problematic, say the problem. If it's offensive, say why it's offensive. Do you know what I mean? It's such well, it's a like mealy mouth. They have offensive family members. Yeah, they have family members who people don't like. They have lightning rod family members who are considered now both xenophobic in different ways, which is a new wrinkle for Kanye. Like, you know, you could have said he had, uh, what is it called when it's inside you? Ingrained misogyny. Sure. What is it called? It's not ingrained. It's a different N word. Um whatever that is unconscious or or, yeah yeah, like like, when it rubs off into you and you victimize yourself he has that with racism like with the white lives mm -hmm. matter shirts the slavery was a choice comment it was always like oh what are you doing clearly you're going through something now he this is i think this is the first time he's been projecting it on a whole nother group so this is the first time he's had like a group that he's not part of it's the first time that he did try to slip in though like actually black people are Jews, and it's like well no convenient convenient theories <laughs> yeah, for you like, monthly. I and i like that you can throw that in there like and just say it as if that's like some pass it's like well, wait a second wait a second wait a second yeah now did you sleep last night and how are black people jewish right 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 and we were saying on the patreon episode he was asked whether he slept whether he's been sleeping at night on a recent interview and he refused to answer the question so i think that's and that's exactly what would happen if someone asked me if i had showered since sunday i would be like why? What did you hear? That's what, that's <laughs> low hanging fruit, isn't it? But that's why this podcast is such a wonderful breakthrough uh, for us during this Scorpio eclipse. And it is going to ultimately give us our power back because we're allowing you all to be here comfortably with us in the, in the stinky body. Yeah. Now, who else has a family that causes her a lot of grief? Miss Meghan Markle. Right. So these are three women who uh, have family drama that overshadows their fame, really. I mean, even Kim now, I mean, who cares about skims? Yeah, it's selling, it's doing well. The entire show that catapulted her to famous family drama, all three of these women have serious family drama that is everyone in the whole world knows about. So what else do they have in common? Well, I think that with all of them they're in was sort of as this like quote unquote Megan relax but like bimbo like they sort of did lead with beauty while Mm -hmm. Ivanka is not a Libra she has heavy Libra in her chart um Kim is a late degree Libra Megan is a Libra moon so this is all very Libra stuff like they want to be a part of these like big larger conversations Libra oftentimes does have family issues because they're working with becoming like the balance of two sides they want to be the like peacemaker the diplomat the person that makes it all okay and the thing that is just immediately interesting or not even interesting but the thing that's immediately easy and on the surface for Libra is like fashion, beauty, being a, a, you know, a suitcase girl. Yeah, totally. I also think with the balancing, they're all kind of constantly in a position of don't hold my family members actions against me. LOL, teehee, they're the only reason I'm famous. Whoops. But accept them and me, and I will be the intermediary between the public and the unpalatable family members. Right. Well, and I also think that's part of why they met up at this time. I mean, it's also 
reasons that are astrological in nature, when I look at their charts together, Cliff's notes, their whole chart is a, when you put the relationship in, the relationship chart is a whole stellium in Scorpio and their son of their relationship is on the degree of this eclipse. And, you know, Kim's birthday was like the, you know, the last day of Libra season. Ivanka's is like the first day of Scorpio season. So this is all happening in this moment right now, while there's an eclipse of power change happening in, especially with, and working with the divine feminine. And I think that what they're doing is a very Scorpio eclipse thing, which is kind of like showing up in public without even saying it, but to kind of address and expose these darker issues they both struggle with. I think it's actually putting them both in in a certain way, trying to protect their family members simultaneously as they also are able to be viewed as like victims. Like we understand where they would like find so much relief in talking to each other because the only person that might understand what it's like to have such a lightning rod for a, a, a husband slash father, which in Ivanka's case, it's almost like, what's the difference? But like, but like they meeting together, we kind of are like, oh man, it must be hard to be them. Like they do have to come together and figure out how to not only continue to be good family mother, family members, good women, good wives, good, you know, good partners, but also, you know, they, you know, Kim, Kim asks everyone to revoke anything anti-Semitic they ever said, you know, like her statement was so bullshit. And like, yeah, and she didn't even call him out by name. Right. She didn't call. That was my problem with it. But it's like she she had a bullshit like, uh, you know, apology. Ivanka does a lot of speaking for her father, which in turn gives her a lot of foot and mouth moments. It's like these are two women who are struggling to stay popular, stay well, liked, be on whatever version of the right side of history that they can. They're both obsessed with business and making money and building this platform and having a high profile. And yet they can commiserate over like you know we're like Kanye this Kanye that we're like we can't believe Kim has like put up with so much and we can't believe Ivanka has put up with so much it's like they get to simultaneously be in on the inside and also victims in their own right when they meet together we think gosh like they must really understand each other because how hard it must be to have Trump as your father or Kanye as your husband oh I don't think I didn't think that I thought opportunists they both are I think yeah I think the two of them they do not they are not divine feminine to me to me they are suppressed to find divine feminine feminine oh my god they are suppressed suppression of the divine feminine in service of the toxic masculine Mm. they don't call out these shitty men in their lives by name in fact they stand by them they keep working with them they Mm -hmm. don't explain or complain about any Mm -hmm. of it the -hmm. only one who's doing any of that would be Meghan Markle but then with her you're kind of like I don't know she she also seems hell-bent on proving that she never did anything wrong ever 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 whereas I think it's really interesting because Meghan is like I never did anything wrong these horrible people victimized me Ivanka is like I never did anything wrong and my dad never did anything wrong we're just you you have to understand it's business well she's saying yes. it's business it's business we're making difficult decisions for the country yep. because we have to yep. and then kim's whole thing is i did stuff wrong my husband did stuff wrong and i'm gonna make a whole tv show about it and like so they all well, have such and a- but no i think kim has kim also is like and i'm gonna become a lawyer and now have a spotify show about me getting people out of jail getting black people out of jail Right, 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 right. So I think they all three of them have such a different relationship with the truth. 
as it relates to their public image and with like their victim status and things like that. So it's really interesting to compare all of that. It's also to me really interesting to look at the relationships they have with each other. So I pulled up some stories so that we could go through who knows who, who said what about who? Love. Obviously Ivanka and Kim went to dinner uh, at the Polo Lounge, which we all saw. Um, And yeah, they, I mean, the reason why they let this get out, if they did let it get out is to be like, look at how strong and silent we are. And it's so delusional to think that anyone finds that inspirational in a woman in 2022. But that's that's what I meant. That's what I meant though. Not that they, not that they were, not that we are going to feel bad for them or that we should feel bad for them or whatever, but that I do think them showing up in public together at this time I think strategically they're like, oh, and they're going to remember that it's hard for us too. And they're going to know that like, we're trying to figure out a solution in whatever way. You know what I mean? It's like this silent, this silent behind closed doors, Scorpio meeting is going to happen in public. We're not going to say anything about it. We're not going to give you any information, but we're going to show you that we're coming together to rub off on each other and, and remind you that there are, you know, other other women involved in these storylines as well, who don't necessarily feel the same as the men that they're associated with, even if they don't say anything about it. Right. And they're acting like mob wives. They're acting like when, when there's that rumor that Tony Soprano hooked up with Adriana and in order to put the rumor to bed, there's all this chaos and horrible stuff that happens. And to put the chaos to bed, Tony, Carmela, Christopher and Adriana all go on a double date together. And it's like, as a woman, why would you ever sit through that? I would be like, to my husband, no, you go through and tell everyone one by one that they're being fucking idiots. And that didn't right. happen. I right. would never be like, yeah, I'll silently appear with you at Artie's restaurants so that everyone knows. I'd be like, solve it. Be a man. We're not just doing this through appearances. And there, it's just such an outdated way of, of being. And that's why I'm like, so often, I mean, the Trump family has absolutely nothing to do with divine feminine whatsoever. Maybe Ivana Ivanka's mom, because she did mold and shape yeah. all those kids. And she was a, the, the power behind the man. There is some sort of way where that could maybe be divine feminine. The Kardashians approach it because they live their life in a way that where men are there to serve them. They don't want the men to be equal to them. Kanye even right. said in an interview this week, he's like, you have, you have them on the TV show planning where Christmas is going to be this year. And there's not a single one of their male partners is in sight. Right. And it's like, okay, well also marry them then maybe. Right. Just a thought. They can't, these guys will not marry them. Yeah. Like make it legal. And then you can complain. But I mean, Kanye was married to them at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Kanye was. And then yeah. still is whether they're divorced or not, according to Right. Him. Right. 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 So it's, but the Kardashians are the only ones that do kind of approach this divine feminine ideal of they create their entire lives and their fortune on their own. And the men are like basically in service in the background, going out and getting food and firing up the grill and helping to create children, you know? So then Megan is, I don't even know what, what Megan would represent. She's just, she's the only one who's like, no, everything wasn't perfect. And everything was fucked up out of the three of them. And I think that would breed a lot of trust in the general public. If we're talking about who would be most likely to win an election, that approach would breed Mm. the most, that would breed the most trust of the general public. If she hadn't got caught lying so many times, even lying to the judge and jury in the UK. Well, not so yes. And even if she didn't get caught lying all the time, the issue with Megan is that she's hugely unlikable. I mean, those articles that you sent me a few weeks ago where like, basically all of her staff are reporting on how Ellen James Gordon, she acts behind closed doors is 
it's like, like, it's funny because I feel like Ivanka and Kim are not actually like, like socially assholes in general. Like I actually, you know, I'm from New York. I know a lot of people that grew up with Ivanka, like friend of hers growing up. They have the nicest things to say about her. Like, yeah, like, people say the same about Kim, that she's really a pleasure to deal with. But a lot of people say that about Megan too. It's hard to tell. It does not seem like anybody. I feel like the only shit I've read about Megan is that like, I mean, even like when you're watching that, like walking through the memorial or whatever. And like, there was that video someone caught of her where she's like about to be super bitchy to someone notices a camera. And then she like puts her like, thank you so much face on. It's like, I think she is, I think Libra moon. It's like, like, cause all of them have moons. Like Megan's a Libra moon. Ivanka's a Sag moon and Kim is a Pisces moon. So Kim Pisces moon, she can just get away with being like confused artists, but super sweet to people. Sag moon, Ivanka, people just like, she has a gravitas and she does feel like whatever she decides to say is the truth, which I do think is also why she keeps quiet a lot of the time, right? because she is, she does feel like the arbiter of truth and the expert and the passionate one who actually should be leading, but and she's even- playing it. She's, she's trying to power play it so that she actually can, can inherit aside from money, inherit power in a way that people do trust her because she knows that people don't trust her father. So she does walk that line of defending him. And then also, you know, she said a few things, you know, against him. And then she also, you know, she did have to, she, she was deposed and she said, yeah, the election wasn't stolen. And I heard my dad say that it was. Yeah, I didn't even remember that. Even her gaffes are forgettable. She is like the master of disguise, Ivanka Trump. Like you just Scorpio son. You can't even you can't even remember what she's ever said. So, yeah. But yeah, it's funny to me how like they will each have their own issues of being trustworthy because with Ivanka, it's like, well, you never show us your life. We have no idea who the hell you are. You're like a Barbie doll with Kim. It's like, yeah, you technically show us your life but it's all edited and manipulated and the men are constantly complaining that it's not, they're not being portrayed fairly and that it's always just you, 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 your family, your family, your family, as in just the women. And then Megan is like, oh yeah, here's what really happened. And then you have all these people in the background being like, no, it didn't. So they all have their own issues of like trustworthiness, even though they all have different levels of openness with how they explain what their lives are. So it's like, if, I don't know. I guess with with male politicians, it's always like, who could you drink a beer with With female politicians? Obviously, it's going to be a completely different standard. That's probably impossible. And I think like Ivanka would be the one who most people would find the most palatable because she's expressed zero opinions and people don't like when women express opinions. And I do think people feel for her, like, whereas with Kim, we are like, you chose to marry Kanye, you knew who he was. And even before you married Kanye, you've been wearing cornrows and you were about to name your business kimono. Like she herself is a little bit like, I'm too famous to appropriate or, or whatever. Right. Like she's, she's been controversial in her own right from the beginning. I mean, starting with the sex tape, whatever. Right. So that's one thing. Then we have Megan who chose to be on deal or no deal. She chose to be on suits. And then she chose to marry some stranger named Harry who happens to be in the Royal family. So that was her choice. I think with Ivanka, there's a sort of, there's a sense of compassion for her in the, in the succession vein, because you're like, yeah, well, when you're raised by someone who has completely different values and a different value structure than most people, it would make sense for her to have a confusion about what her values are. And I do think marrying Kushner, I think converting to Judaism, I think she's done, I, I think her marriage to Kushner is 
like, whereas she's stuck with Trump, her marriage to Kushner on the outside, even though he's totally corrupt and, and Jewish, sorry, but corrupt Jewish, but even though, but, but I think that she's going, well, I'm choosing a life with someone where we have a different faith and ultimately it still is big business, big real estate business, but it's like, you know, whatever you want to say about my dad, like, not only am I not racist, but I'm open to converting and changing my opinions and ideas. And my marriage is a business and it is good business. And whereas I think you could say to Megan and to Kim, you thought your marriages were good business, but are they? Right. I mean, well, with Megan, her marriage is good business because no one knew who she was before she married him. Right. And yet she seems to be the only person who didn't get that memo. And like, it sucks, but it's true. You know, like it's just objectively true. And the same thing is true with Kim. Like Kanye catapulted her into the stratosphere. Like she was at her lowest point public image wise when she started dating him she was off the heels of the chris humphreys divorce she had lost all her credibility as a public figure as a person like she also married up in an insane way whereas ivanka i guess is a little bit more of a lateral move because but she is like it's almost like the religion is beside the point and the lifestyle is beside the point because she married into real estate she's like yeah we're real estate that's how we have grifted our way to the place that we are at and so this seems like a good grift I'm going to keep it going so I'm going to find another real estate guy and I think like I think she and Jared do seem like they would be the most calculated about it actually no I think I think Megan and Harry are under the illusion that there is no sort of economic or personal benefit to their marriage beyond just being in a relationship, which obviously is incredibly naive. I think that's what they think. I think that Ivanka and Jared are having business meetings about their marriage. And I think Kim and Kanye were also, do you know what I mean? And like, yes. And I sort of think they still are, but I think, I even think on some level, the divorce aside from him just probably annoying the shit out of her by the end. But like, I think like, like no matter what, He's the father of her children and they are in business together for the rest of their lives. I mean, even one of the things he was complaining about was like how he found out and it wasn't Kushner, but he found out that some VC like owned more of skims than he did. And he's saying like skims wasn't even skims. I created skims and, and basically made it for Kim. And actually I have to find out that these people own more of it than I do. And so I think he is very triggered by this idea of like ownership and, um, being in a position of power, but then it's like, once you get into that position of power, if you don't heal your own like inner rage and, and, you know, like inner misogyny and inner, uh, just traumas, like generational and, and personal, what ends up happening is like, you become super duper powerful and then you become a liability. And I think that even Kim meeting with with uh Ivanka I think even Kanye saying I can't believe that Kim was as close to the Clintons as she is I think that is on purpose and is a business move because so long as they have four children together which they will forevermore at the end of the day having Trump go on Tucker Tucker Carlson and support I mean having Kanye go on Tucker Carlson and support Trump while we know that Kim is close to the Clintons and friends with Ivanka but she's like getting you know she's actually working to get black people out of jail they actually are like 
I think in their mind, they're covering the whole list of like, well, see, we're aligned with this. We'll see, we're aligned with this. And as a result, they're able to just like say and do fucking anything and kind of always have the other ones back. They're always going to have the other ones back no matter what. That's why Kim didn't like even name him or say anything about it. I think she's what she, I think what Kim wants to say is, sorry, my husband is so fucking annoying. I know. Like he doesn't know, he doesn't know what he's saying other than that he's trying to make a point and he's winning. Also, and I, and I will be here to actually smooth it out when when need be. Right. Also, think about the amount of dirt that he has on Kim and the fact that he already has said we're not repeating what he has said about Kim and their kids because it's so heinous that no one needs to know it. And like what other horrible details does he have that he could spill at any moment? So I think it's part of it is a self-preservation thing for Kim because she's like, OK, my buzz, my husband, the father of my children, his businesses are completely tanking. He is no longer going. He is very possible. He's no longer going to be financially reliable for the rest of these kids lives. These kids are really young. So what does Kim need to do to keep her boat afloat so that one parent is profitable? She's going to say something that's just going to be enough to get people off her back about denouncing her ex-husband without rattling him enough that he comes out and says, you know, Kim poops her pants every day or whatever. That And that was fake, obviously, but it was like believable because because she's so thin and because every because <laughs> of everything he says. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I also wonder, too, like if this is all happening, it's probably not on purpose, but it is interesting that like we they still have not settled their divorce. I wonder how it changes the kind of settlement that they could come to if right before they actually get divorced, his business is tank. He is handing her full custody on a silver platter. But I think that low key, he wants that and he wouldn't mind getting fucking support from her. Right. As we say in the Patreon episode, which will be up probably tomorrow. It, it, I mean, who ended this marriage? I think it might have been the one that moved to Wyoming. Right. The kids live in California and right. now he's blaming the Jews. So right. there's a lot of weird rationalization going on for why Kanye's life is where it is. And I do think but that it's, like it's so Gemini Pisces, though, it's so like Gemini, he's going to like take a story, spin it, just say a bunch of shit. And then Pisces moon can literally convince themselves of like at their best, they're the highest love, the most spiritual, but in that same vein, the highest love, the most spiritual, ultra compassionate, completely forgiving, completely, you know, highest love means that we love our and Christians. We love our enemies and we allow for putrid behavior because we like, we understand like on a soul level, what they mean or whatever. Like it's like Pisces live in the world of bullshit. Yeah. 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 At their worst. And who's the Pisces in this scenario? Both Kim and Kanye have Pisces moons. Oh my God. Okay. That's crazy. So, okay. Let's go through how all these people know each other. Kim and Ivanka, have knew each other for a while. Oh, I think Kanye has in a lot of his rants over the last week or two mentioned Kim being so close with the Clintons. This oh, right. So she's like, by the way, I'm bipartisan. Right. And Kim has said in the past that she thinks she's fiscally conservative. It's like, oh my God, why do we give these people money? Why do <laughs> we give these dodos money? It's so like, how do you get to this point in your life and meet all the people you've met and see all the things you've seen and still all you care about is low taxes for yourself? Because money, no, money is not the root of all evil, but the system around money is. 
And yeah, a lot of people turn into Republicans the minute they're actually getting paid. Because when you have money, your life's work becomes keeping that money. Right. And it's so good to have money. Right. Like it's the fucking best. and, And when it comes down to it, like it's really easy to be you know, a a socialist, a Democrat or whatever, or like whatever that used to mean. But like, you know, it's really easy to play the game of, you know, support the middle class, support the working people, unionize, et cetera, et cetera. When you're in a a bad position or when you don't, when you're a not have, so to speak, when you're a have and it's just your money to lose, it's, I totally get where you go, actually, I'm a conservative and actually fiscally conservative. Okay. Well then you're just like every other Republican, Kim. Yeah, you're just a piece of shit. I mean, what everyone <laughs> I what I want everyone to remember always is do not let the rich people tell us money can't buy happiness. Because if that was true, they would give away the money, but they're not. They would be happy. They would but they they are happier than poor people. They're happier than poor people. Right, okay, you're right. So they're money- just still not like sunshine coming out of your ass every day. Yeah, no one is, but like they're not giving away the money. Obviously, the money has something to do with your quality of life. I'm sorry. Well, don't let you know them don't is? let them tell us that. It, yeah, it, it's it's well, I, th- I think further what it is is that what whether it's happy, because I don't think that they're showing us that money can buy happiness. I think they're showing us that money can buy comfort and it's a lot more comfortable to be unhappy or going through a divorce or blah 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 when you're doing it in your sprawling estate with your pool in the back and your horse like it's it's like it's not about happy or not happy but it is about proximity to instant comfort and I think so long as people have a lot of money they feel safe right but like I've had less money and I've had more money and I'm always happier with the more money, no matter what's going on. Because when you don't have money, you're constantly in a state of worrying about money and the we're getting off topic. So this is the last I agree. thing. I, I agree with that completely though, but part of but, why is because you can take care of yourself, right? You can start to worry about what all your other problems are now that you have the money. And that's yes. why I think a lot of rich people, and it's like Maslow's it, hierarchy. Yeah. Here's the bottom line. If Kanye didn't have a billion dollars, he would be on a street corner right now. His outfit would look exactly the same because that's the vibe he's doing these days. But trash like, bag, trash bag, fash. Yeah, he would literally be like trash fash like us. He would be in a subway just yelling the same things about the Jews. Like well, and actually, since he has money, we're like listening to him. Here's the only thing, though. I disagree. I think if he didn't have money again, what he would actually do is produce some number one hits. Like, I think that's part of the problem with money and this conversation about happiness and what it buys you. What money buys you is is permission to like act like an asshole safely and to X, Y, and Z. But no, like- like even for me, like also, if he, like, if he had a little less money and he was worried, he would probably get treatment. But he's just got such a grandiosity to him right. that he's convinced himself he doesn't need treatment. We're talking too much about Kanye. That's on the Patreon. We're done with that. It's We're also gonna just, get- I just want to say, though, that is why he ultimately is the winner of this moment, because it's like we can't fucking stop talking about it. I know, but he's not the winner. He's losing every deal that he has. Those deals aren't going to come back. He's Alex Jones. Did Alex right. Jones win the moment when he, we were talking about his trial? He's well, fucked. no, and now he owes like a billion dollars to the victims of Sandy Hook. And it's like, well, right. sorry. Too bad. Kanye's going to be radioactive after this. Like, nah. there's no touching him now. Unless he, he you know, I think because we, we, we have like, to stop. We okay, have wait, wait, to stop wait, wait, with yeah, Kanye. I know Kanye, I know Kanye. I'm keeping us on track. Okay. Keeping, all, keeping up with the not Kanye's. Okay. <laughs> 
it's not a good way to cut that. We have to, okay. If we say we're going to stop talking about it, we have to actually stop talking about it, not get one last joke in. That is also, side note, the Scorpio eclipse though, where it's like pivot, fucking pivot. I'm trying to pivot. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm holding on to my old, the depths of my old way of being, but now you're right. I'm with it. Let's embody a whole new way of conversating. Okay. Kim and Ivanka have been friends for a while. I think part of why she allowed this to happen is like you said, the Donald Trump Kanye comparison, we're both strong and silent dealing with these men, which they don't realize is a throwback to the 1950s. But because of that, it will appeal to a certain segment of the population. And I think she's trying to show that she's not a Clinton shill because a lot of people associate the Clintons with like conspiracy theories and things like that. So she has said she's a fiscal Republican, but a social Democrat, uh, which is obviously impossible because in order for people to live equally, there needs to be money distributed. So if you say that you are that you're it's a little sophomoric, it's not very smart. So how do Ivanka and Megan know each other? They don't, but a resurfaced blog post on the TIG, Megan's blog, is literally just like an extended beach about Ivanka Trump and how much she's obsessed with her and she admires her. Wow. Um, Yeah, obviously this was pre-Trump years because during the Trump years, Megan was really good friends with a like lobbyist who was pro-Clinton also. And she like this guy, he was this Irish American guy. It's in a book that came out recently um, by who's the guy. It was this really controversial book because it made Megan and Harry look terrible, but he goes into detail. Somehow Megan and this lobbyist stopped being friends. And you can tell from reading the book that the lobbyist decided to squeal to Tom Bauer. That's his name. He decided to squeal to Bauer all about Megan's like connections with him. So Megan is obviously a Clinton fan maybe out of the goodness of her heart, maybe not, maybe because she was besties with a Clinton lobbyist during the election. So she said a lot of bad stuff about Trump. But before that, she had, I'm reading this from page six now, Meghan Markle fangirled over former first daughter Ivanka Trump before embarking on royal life. The Duchess of Sussex interviewed Ivanka for her now defunct blog, The Tig, back in 2014, four years before she married Prince Harry. Uh, Tom Bauer writes in the book, um, she gushed to her followers that she wanted to be just like the businesswoman, Ivanka, quote, staggeringly beautiful, no question, but so incredibly savvy and intelligent that she's not just carved a niche for herself under her father's famed Trump notoriety. She has undoubtedly created her own empire. It's so easy to knock the girls who come from privilege to assume they rested on their laurels and garnered accolades simply by being fancy from the womb. But I always remember Ivanka being different. She wasn't dancing on tables as a teenager or releasing pop albums. Once again, judging bimbos like she did on her podcast last right. week. Megan hates bimbos. bimbos. She, she hates fuck- bimbos and she actually is a is the reason she's so triggered is because she's like she is a bimbo. Well, she's so triggered because she's terrified of being one. Like in right, that right, right. that bimbo episode, she's like says to Paris Hilton like 10 times. She's like, "What was it like to be the hot one? I wouldn't know because I was smart." <laughs> it's like, right. It's like, "Really what happened?" And here she is getting the dig in again. She wasn't dancing on tables as a teenager or releasing pop albums. Like, that's so terrible. She wasn't publicly swearing and being smacked with DUIs. Instead, she was graduating from the Wharton School, cum laude, launching the Trump Hotel collection and building her own brand. So, okay, before Trump got in, before Megan became friends with the Clinton lobbyist, she had all these gray words for Ivanka. I mean, you know, we didn't know how terrible Trump's 
thing was going to be before that. But there was still all his terrible Central Park Five stuff. We knew he was a piece of shit. Yeah, but to be fair, I think what I what I sort of think is happening, like like the, even this meeting, and it's like, you know. Trump's not a Republican either. I actually think he was a registered Democrat like until the yeah. minute that he ran. And the Clintons and Trump before the election were friends. And Trump and Epstein and Clinton all chilled together. Like at the end of the day, when we're talking about politics and the, and the two, you know, Democrat, Republican, whatever, whatever, at the end of the day, there is like a ruling class that is just the rich. And they are, they are whatever they say, they are outside of the the political side conversation because they actually feel entitled to being a part of the elite because they have all the money and they actually there's like something that happens it's like kind of what you were saying too where like people get super rich and then in order to remain wealthy or to even have generational wealth like you actually have to dull down the empathy part of your brain yeah. in order to justify why it's okay for you to have billions and other people to have nothing so like, I think that's, I think that's what we're seeing too, where it's like, at the end of the day, like Kim is not just a Clinton shill, but she chills with Trump's daughter. And at the end of the day, I think part of like the larger message is that money talks, money hangs with money and, you know, don't worry about what's happening behind closed doors, little people. Right. Like for Megan to write this so flatteringly about Ivanka, it also just drives home. Like out of these three women that we're talking about, Megan and Kim are both the social climbers, obviously. 100%. Ivanka was born into it. She didn't have to climb, but she did try to become a much classier version. of. She tried to become the JFK to her father's Joe Kennedy. <laughs> totally. That was her version of climbing. I think Megan, I think Kim is aware that she's a social climber and she knows just how well she played it and just how deftly she climbed the ladder. And I think if you said that to her, I don't even think she'd be ashamed. I think Megan has truly convinced herself she just happens to get along best with people who have bold face names and a lot of money like she just is like kim would i think kim would say it's good business right and megan would be like what are you talking about these are just the people these people like me i like them and they like me what do you mean this isn't a savvy like i'm not jockeying for position but it's like when you read this you're like oh my god like any editor would have handed this back and been like you can't do this much of a blowjob on this lady that you're interviewing like you cannot you know and then trash paris to her face well I know, but she doesn't even know she's trashing Paris because I think Megan is so, I think she's so consumed with this image she wants to get across of herself that she does genuinely believe is real. That like, she doesn't even realize that she's insulting half the people she has on her podcast. Sort like, of a bimbo in that way. Right, like not a bimbo, just like- Like, I guess it's like defined bimbo. Like, what does bimbo even mean? It's a, it's a word that is extinct. It, no one says it anymore. That's what's also so hilarious right. Right. about Megan's podcast is that like she, just like- Kim and Ivanka's outdated mode of femininity, femininity that they're displaying. Megan's whole concept for her podcast is let's look at these stereotypes that hold women back. None of them have been relevant for 15 years at least. Well, yeah, I do think we're seeing a little bit of Megan's arrested development all around. And I also think in terms of the money conversation, the big, like one of the, the, the difference between the three is exactly what you just said, which is like Ivanka, very comfortable with money, grew up with money giving and like, like throwing around huge numbers. Kim was upper middle class, but aspirational and made a lot of money, but wasn't like afraid of it or terrified by it. She was adjacent to it and then social climbed her way into it. She's not as rich as the show made us believe. 
Right. And, and the, the show actually, right, exactly. Like the show actually made them that rich, but they at the first were keeping up with the Kardashians themselves. Right. And then, and I think that's part of the show too, like why it was even named that is because they were more of like a normal fame adjacent family that they needed the money. They needed to create a reality show. They, they were, Bruce was out of work. Galen mm-hmm. was out of work. And do you know what I mean? And none of them were, you know what I mean? So, so that was all strategic. Now with Megan, it's interesting because Megan, I think is very confused about her relationship with money and very yeah. confused about her relationship with power. And so a lot of what happens with Megan, again, Libra moonship, where it's like, she sort of can see two sides of things, doesn't want to get that deep into any of them and is trying to sort of like, like use whatever point of view she's going to pick that day to say the thing to the person that's going to make them like her in an attempt to secure her future to create status she also is really hurt by the royal family's lack of like protection for her and her children and and reverence for her when actually she did trash them publicly and then to have that expectation that they would care for so i think megan's really angry about business and money i think when she's talking about being a bim bat on whatever the suit what's the suitcase show deal or no deal or whatever yeah deal or no deal it's like i think that th- like it's not even just that now she's trying to go on some some national campaign of i'm the smart girl not the pretty girl okay but i think it's that she had she, she was a d-list act she had to take that work she's the only one of them that has like actually had to go get a job i think she's so and i would be too annoyed that she did not she really you know, Suits was a big show, but like she was 35 when it ended, when she went off of it, like she did not have the Julia Roberts career that I think she, the Angelina Jolie career that she wanted to have. And I think her constant harping on I'm smart, I'm smart, I'm smart is like, well, the reason I didn't succeed in Hollywood is because I'm smart. I'm too smart for it. That's why I have this faux diplomat role right now. And she also like similar to Kim Kim was Kim is all about pretending she grew up rich because that's her brand. Megan is all about pretending she grew up poor and strived for what she got. And Megan's dad was an Emmy award winning lighting director for Married with Children. Her uncle worked in the Ecuador. I think it was Ecuador, one of the South American countries embassy and got her an internship there. She went to Northwestern University like Megan was not poor growing up i right, mean I, you're so right though that it's like a clout it, it, i mean she's a leo son first house leo son leo uh mercury i believe and, and actually i think leo north note it's like she is like why aren't i more famous right and she but she also is so married to the idea that she worked her way out of some like poor situation. And I am, and I think maybe at the beginning, she didn't realize how good she had it because she lived in LA. I mean, I grew up in a town where like my family was nowhere near the top of the pile, but in the greater scheme of the world, we're doing pretty freaking good, you know? Like, so I think it's hard to realize that when you're in your little bubble, I think a gratitude and abundance practice helps a lot because you start to realize, Oh my God, I have everything I need, which is actually more than most people have in the world. But yeah, it's funny. They have these two different uh, situations. Whereas Ivanka is like, yes, I was born rich. And then she also indulges in the Kim fantasy of, but I work harder than everyone else. And it's like, and I I turned my, 
and I took something and I made it something else. And then we have like Megan fangirling her, like just flaming the fires that she lit herself, where it's like, you see, I'm actually a model fashion designer, Martha Stewart and, and real estate and now politics. And I just, I happen to be capable of doing these things, but really like at the end of the day, I'm a businesswoman. Right. Like, no, you're not a businesswoman. You're just a rich person who decides to have a job as a hobby. Like you're, you're an nepotism a- celeb, no matter which way you cut it. Right. And I mean, I hate when they say they work hard because I'm like, you know who I bet works harder? You're a cleaning lady. Yeah, dude. One <laughs> like, is that, right. And it's also like, it's not that hard to like hire people to do everything. So it's like, yes, of course, creating a brand is not easy. Having a good style that is all the Libra inner chart. Like, and we can look at the chart, but it's like, yeah, like she does have certain talents. She is beautiful. She does what Ivanka. You know, she, Ivanka. She, she, she's not like a dud, but. Yeah, it's, it's actually really easy to, look, if Space Trash had, if we were hiring people, we would not only would have a billion followers, but we would have a streetwear brand and, and branded like a billboard. I mean, it's like, it's not that hard to create a brand when you have the resources to invest money into the thing that you want to make money doing. It's so much harder to actually, I mean, that's where, I, we don't want to talk about it, but I will say that is where Kanye is one of the only people in this conversation that has earned his his fame and he is talented and he comes yes. he comes from nothing and i mean megan earned it she earned the place she got to in hollywood she did she did work hard she absolutely worked in, she worked really hard i would say out of the three of them she definitely came from the least privilege and have probably had to work the hardest for sure but and and it, well and it's sort of a debate about what's harder for who but it's like the difference is that and i think there's a chip on her shoulder because of it she worked hard as a for hire working person. And I think what she wants us to know now is that like, she didn't like doing that work. She didn't right. like doing that job. Whereas Kanye is like, I make music. And that is the kind of confidence that Megan wishes that she had. And it's the kind of product that Megan wishes that she had to stand behind to go, no, I'm an artist. I'm the talent and I deserve like this fame and, and, and to be this conversation piece because of what I've created, but actually the podcast isn't going to be it. And she hasn't really created anything of her own, like heart. Like she, she hasn't expressed channeled any great art through her to us and reached the masses. She married the Prince. Otherwise we literally wouldn't have known her. We wouldn't have known about her. I've seen lots of suits posters. And when you scroll by it, it's just the picture of the two guys in suits. She's such a, ignored part of that cast right and I the thing that really I struggle to understand her on so many levels and one of the things is that she worked so 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 hard to get to this regular gig in a high-performing tv show and then the minute she got she met Harry she said oh I don't want to be an actress ever again and she's reiterated it several times and she was apparently offended when the royal family said you can keep acting it's like you've been working for this for years. And like, it's, it just makes it clear that like acting was a means to an end for her, but she refuses to be honest about what that end is. Not that she owes it to us, but I just want to know, I want to understand what the goal was from the beginning. I think that's her own blind spot because, okay, number one, the goal from the beginning was like money and fame. Okay. Right. Leo, Leo Libra. That's what she wants to, to be loved and famous and get credit for being like beautiful and famous. But I think that the what was I about to say fuck um 
Let me go into yeah, go into the I'll how Kim knows Megan and it'll come back to you. Now, okay. this is the third leg. We know how Kim knows Ivanka. We know how Megan loves Ivanka. When she interviewed her, Megan met Ivanka for an interview. Now, how does Kim know Megan? This is the third leg of this little presidential stool that we're carving out of um, a fresh cherry tree that George Washington shot at. What did he do with the tree? He took it I down. I think he... He, oh, I think I thought he saved it. I thought he was like defended the cherry tree. No, he cut it down. And then his mom said, did you cut down that tree? And he said, I cannot tell a lie. Oh, that's right. He was honest about cutting down the cherry tree. Right. So we're making a stool out of it and with three parts because the <laughs> triangle is the strongest uh, thing in the world or whatever. The strongest shape. Kim has more stool than most people. And that's why I think these three ladies, I mean, it, so the third link is Kim and Megan. Here's my prediction. I will not be surprised. Megan's got a few episodes left of her podcast. I would have said no way Kim will appear on it. But now that Paris was on it, that opened the floodgates. She's willing to speak to someone publicly who's had a sex tape, which is very surprising to me. I mean, provided she gets to diss them the entire time and talk about how stupid they are. So like, I wouldn't be surprised now because I'm sure Kim's been sniffing around Megan. So I wouldn't be surprised if Megan is like, you know what? Yeah, let's join forces. So wait, why do you think Kim's sniffing around Megan? Because why wouldn't she? I mean, that would be an ace in the hole. Like Kim doesn't have any princess or royal friends. I think Kim is good at sharing mm. the spotlight. Kim even Kim still hangs out with Paris publicly, even though Paris said that her butt looked like two garbage bags filled with cottage cheese. Like I would never hang out with someone who said that about me publicly. Yeah, but Kim, yeah, but that's Kim. And that's why Kanye and Kim are actually a, a great couple because I know like, they, she thinks that's funny. She has no shame, which is great. And, and she has a sense of humor. They both have senses of humor. Right. And she knows how to share the spotlight. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I think she would want to have Megan with her because she knows that a rising tide lifts all ships. And if Kim and Megan formed an alliance, it would only strengthen Kim's credibility as a serious person. So, mm -hmm. and I mean, then there's the fact that the Obamas won't talk to Megan and Harry anymore. The Cloonies don't talk about them anymore. I mean, the Cloonies and the Obamas are not people that Kim is ever going to have access to. And the reason why the Cloonies and the Obamas, I think, have publicly deserted Meghan and Harry is because they're going to be loyal to the crown because they are actual diplomats with actual real business doing things in the world. Whereas Meghan and Harry are just kind of cosplaying that. So well, they're like celebrity, celebrity diplomats. Right. They're like, and it's like, what are you actually doing? Oh, and this is the point I was going to make before about Meghan when you're like, what at, to what end, like, did you become an actor for the thing, the, 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 the blind spot that I alluded to and then lost my train of thought, my own blind spot, but it's that Megan is still an actor, whether she's right. acting professionally or not. She's acting all of the time. That's why we don't like her because we're like, man, I don't know what it is about her, but I don't trust a word she says. And she seems completely uh, phony. Like she doesn't seem to have any genuine, vulnerable, real interaction with the public. It's all even the shit that she says that could be deemed like vulnerable or intimate or whatever is all so like, contrived contrived like she she wishes she had more of what kim has yeah and then i think she shares that with ivanka but the difference is ivanka just never speaks like ivanka also never comes across as authentic whatsoever never has since she was a teenager and but the, i think maybe she knows that and that's why she doesn't ever say anything and we forgive her. I mean, she doesn't say anything because she's a Scorpio, but we forgive her for it too, because we're like, 
oh, she was like twisted up and turned around by her daddy that wanted to fuck her. I don't forgive her for it. I think if I think she's so complicit in everything that I mean, I'm not saying I forgive her for it, but I think you, as, I'm not a saying, culture, yeah. as a culture, we sort of understand why she would be like either pulled between two sides or mom. I don't think she's pulled between two sides. I think she's business first, just like everybody else. Yeah. But I think that she plays the quiet girl Scorpio game, which is like, which can be perceived as like, she's either like mysterious or there's stuff going on that we just can't know. Or can, she, she uses that silence as a status piece. Right. Exactly. It actually and speaks are- volumes. The Republicans eat it up because, again, what do they love more than a hot woman talking, a hot woman not talking? Right. So like, Blonde, Repu- hot woman, Trump last name, just shutting the fuck up and marrying a real estate heir. I'm in. Yeah, like Republicans love that. So, OK, yep. I think Kim's been sniffing around Megan. I don't think Megan has reciprocated yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kim does pop up on the podcast. So what has Kim said about Megan uh, in real life? She said... I can't find it. Okay. In an interview, which they conveniently don't link to, that's not nice. I'm sorry. I would, uh, I would say what interview it was if I knew the publication, but it's not listed here. Kim made headlines in 2019 during an interview. She supported Prince Harry and Meghan Markle over their legal battle with British tabloids. Of course she would. In an interview, she said, I think everyone has their own journey. I think there, Harry and Meghan's journey is extremely personal with, you know, what his mother experienced and how her life was so affected by the spotlight and by paparazzi. She added, I don't think anyone can really understand what that's like except for them. But I think as I'm older and I, as I have kids, what I would want for them is just the safest place. I can definitely empathize with their need for having a secure, safe place and taking time for themselves and having privacy when they need it. So this is like translation. Megan, give me a call. I live in Southern California. Whenever you guys are moving here, like I'll help give you a safe place because I have that for my kids. And I think you are Princess Diana 2.0. Like that was also a very flattering comment. So there have I, I would be so shocked if there have been no overtures between the two camps behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see that play out. I think you're probably right. Thanks. Yeah. Also, apparently, and this went completely under my radar. I don't know what I was doing on May 26th, 2021, because this is so up my alley. Apparently, there was a fake version of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle in the video game Kim Kardashian Hollywood. And what? they had to get they had to get rid of it. <laughs> That's amazing. So this would be a reason why Meghan would not return Kim's calls, because Meghan doesn't want anyone saying anything about her that's not relentlessly positive and even a neutral depiction of Megan is not allowed in the world of Megan and Harry you know and like I don't want to say it's only Megan being this way because from what I've read Harry is really the one who hates media more than anything in the world so like this could have been Harry it's not Megan's fault we have no idea but apparently there was a in the Kim Kardashian Hollywood game His name was Prince Aston and his wife. This is from Vulture. Former Hollywood actress Bianca Barnes deciding to leave the royal family was apparently removed from the mobile game after developer Glue Mobile received negative feedback. A quick Twitter search turns up very little of this supposed backlash, but we'll take their word for it. Translation, the negative feedback was from Meghan and Harry. Oh, that's so funny. it's, It's almost like Kim just wants to be like, hey, for the record, I have no idea even that I have a game. Yeah. And like even, it's just, a, it's just a, a cog in the machine that I just give somebody money to do. Like, I have no idea what's going on. Or I think Kim also, I think she, her nature truly is that she has no shame and all press is good press. So I think totally. she would have, 
she would have been dumbfounded that they didn't like this. There was also apparently in the game, a tell all TV interview hosted, not by Oprah, but by the player themselves. That's really funny. Um, an awkward dinner with a posh silver haired queen who accuses her grandson of being selfish and irresponsible. Page six reports that Kim Kardashian didn't know about it and immediately took steps to ensure it was taken down. I wouldn't be shocked if she didn't know about it. I also wouldn't be shocked if she didn't care. Exactly. She wouldn't have, she wouldn't have, it would not have computed for her that someone wouldn't like that. But, but yeah, so again, I think they're sniffing around each other for sure. I wonder if Kanye's recent uh, anti-Semitism beat will be a moment if they do become friends for Harry to redeem, redeem his Nazi costume self. Like he will never like, yeah, but because don't you think he could say like, I learned from my like insensitive ways. You don't think you don't think he's going to ever bring it up ever. Megan and Harry do not admit that they've ever done anything wrong ever, ever, ever. And something that they and Kanye do have in common. Exactly. Well, Kanye, he did. Well, his apology made no sense. Yeah, it's yeah. Megan and Harry, their whole thing is not like. They don't even say like, hey, the palace had a hierarchy that we're not into. They don't even say that. They're like, they've mistreated us and it was terrible and blah, blah, blah. And maybe they did. Maybe they totally did. But like as an adult talking about your family to the national press, the international press to Oprah, like, wouldn't you be like, yeah, we all probably made mistakes. I'm not perfect either. No, but those words will never come out of Harry and Meghan's mouth. He will right. never admit that he wore the, the Nazi costume. It won't be in his memoir. It won't be in their reality show, which we're pretending is a historical documentary on love. <laughs> That's well, and they're... isn't that, isn't they not release it? Be, isn't the reason it's not out yet because the cut of it, Meghan's like, you can't fucking put that out. It's not flattering. No, I don't think that's true. I think that like there's no, there's... she put out a, no, she put out a statement that was like, I don't personally like the way it's coming out. We put in some requests for changes to be made, but at the end of the day, I liked the director we picked and actually we trusted her to put her lens on our story, even if we don't agree with the viewpoint. She didn't say she didn't. I don't think she said she didn't like it. I think she's trying to make it sound like it's going to be objective, but they have final cut. Mm. Like she's trying to be like, oh yeah, it's going to be an objective vision of our love story. Like, no, it's mm. going to be an audiovisual press release. Oh. Who cares about your love story? Who cares? Right. Like, no, it's either going to be the most boring thing ever, if it is truly a quote unquote love story historical documentary, or it's going to be just them dishing dirt again. And like, how different could it be than? Like, aside from that, he's the prince and like going home to mom is, or I guess not mom, but going home to the family events is a bigger deal. But it's like, like, it sounds like they were just set up like by friends and they liked each other. I don't like, it doesn't seem like there's like some grand, like, like whirlwind cinematic love story. It sounds like they felt they met and they liked each other. Right. And like Harry was a hothead with a victim complex long before he met her. And it just seems like now that there was another person involved, it became more compelling to the public. So like we noticed more, you know what I mean? Like, and the really ironic thing is he had the best image of anyone in the Royal family before he started not taking the palace's PR advice. Right. Right. Yeah. He's, he's a little bit in over his head floating in the free waters out here. Yeah. But anyway, okay. So here's another game I want to play with you. Mm. Okay. I think as we've determined these three women 
whether they know each other or they all kind of know each other in different ways. They are definitely, I think, circling each other behind the scenes. I think they could be trying to create a political triumvirate that will help each other and that the three of them will become this sort of new political ruling class because Trump has opened the floodgates for celebrity political ruling class. I don't think there's any shot that a woman will become president who isn't already known for being something else and who isn't hot. Sorry. I know our country. (laughs) I mean, look, the clickbait, the, the click rates say it all. Right. Like it's really fucked up. And I just don't think we're ever going to have a, uh, you know, I'm not going to say her name. I w- I'm not even going to say the country because it's not nice. But I, I mean, the, the countries that do have like plain looking female prime ministers, I, I just don't see that in our future. I think it's funny. Issue. America is sexist. Overall, people are still really sexist because totally. they're still really religious. Like Europe right. doesn't really have that psycho religious element anymore. Like they kind of are like, oh, yeah, all right. Women are people. Fine, fine, fine. But like <laughs> in the U.S., there's still a huge contingent that's like if a woman's not hot, it's a moral failing. So I think it is got to be a hot woman. The three of them are going to I think they're going to kind of maybe help each other ascend these ranks. So here's my question for you. What political party will each of them run under when it comes time for them to start running for office? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're going to hate my answer, but I think the political parties are going through an absolute reformation, and we don't know what they are yet. Okay, no, that's fine. I mean, let's talk in terms of, okay, because the Democrats, perfect example. uh, People are always calling the Democrats far left, which is hilarious because to compared to any other developed country in the world, the Democrats are conservative. There is no far there is no functioning far left in the United States. It does not exist. So like, but let's say Bernie, Bernie's the far left. Right. And he's like not even that far. So like the Democrats, let's say they're the neo-libs. I think all three of these women are neo-libs. Yes. You know what I think? Okay, if I was going to just make a prediction, I could see Ivanka going Democrat because she's powerful enough to pull those Republicans in. And I think, because even with her father, again, her father gave a huge amount of money to the Democratic Party. He was a registered Democrat. So she knows that the titles don't mean shit. It's about silent majority and getting numbers. So I think she has the the pedigree to 
go Democrat with a Jewish husband, Democrat. Like I'm, I was born rich, but I care about the people. Unlike, you know, like she could, she could do like a fake breakaway of her father's tradition, even though it's going to be exactly the same because ultimately it's all the fucking same, but I could see her doing that because she has the power to, I mean, I think she would have to wait till he dies, though, because she is going to want to be in the will. I don't think Trump gives a fuck about Democrat or Republican. I think he gives a fuck that a Trump is that he is in power. And if anybody like yeah. he doesn't want his young, dumb sons to have any power, he's like, you know, you guys, if you look bad, Ivanka is the only one that he actually like backs. But the thing is, in order for her to be plausible as a Democrat, she would have to completely disavow him. And she would have to like, because I think, yes, she could pull some Republicans over, but the, and Melissa was saying, friend of the pod, Melissa Radzimski was saying the same thing. Power Scorpio, power Scorpio. Power Scorpio was saying the same thing you're saying. She'll come over to the Dems and pull over a big section of Republicans. I don't think Republicans can, can be pulled over to the Dems. I mean, even like, I mean, there are so many Republican women who vote against their interests every day. Like they're not, they're not, it doesn't matter. So then also at the same time, there are so many Democrats, the MSNBC, CNN Democrats, those centrist ones, they've been lapping up every day for the last six years. Trump is the devil. Trump is evil. Everything about him is evil, evil, evil. Whether you agree with it or not, they've, they've indoctrinated a huge part of the population, like to the point where it pisses me off to talk to like my mom, because she doesn't see any flaws with the Democratic Party. All she sees is everything is Trump's fault. And I'm like, okay, but like, what are the Democrats doing now that we're in power? Nothing's happening. Nothing is happening. Nothing is changing. Nothing's happening. And actually, like, I believe we're losing rights, you know, here and there everywhere. Right. Like, okay, yeah, nobody's overtly saying that rapists are crossing the border, but like, that's the only difference. (laughs) Really? Right. So, I mean, there are a few other differences. And obviously the Congress and the president don't control the Supreme Court. We know all of those things. It's just that I think the people who are diehard Democrats are never going to go for the name Trump on any ballot. Maybe that's correct. I guess I guess think of your mom. Would your mom. Would my mom vote for Ivanka Trump? Um, I think in the same vein as like in the same generation as your mom, she's going to always vote for the Democrat. But if it's Ivanka, well, here's yeah, the other I think, thing. I think I think for the boomers, party lines mean a lot more than they do to us. That's true. But here's the other thing. I don't think the DNC would ever let her get to that point. That might be true. I mean, I, that's why, though, I, I, I sort of don't. I think they could run as a stool together in a in a women's party or I mean, that's not what yeah. it's called, you know, but like a pretty party, you know, but it's like because it's like like even for Kim, like Kim wouldn't want to run Democrat because low key, what she cares about is keeping her money. So instead of running for office, she's going to have a podcast on Spotify where she helps black people, one jailer at a time, one imprisoned, wrongfully imprisoned at a time. And then otherwise is like, yeah, fuck everybody. I'm keeping my money. You know what I mean? And, and Megan too, like Megan, I don't think Megan feels like connected or supported by anyone And I think she's too much of a, like, yeah, she does have the thirst for power, but I sort of think she, she like shot where she ate. Like the the chance you had Meg was to go Royal with it. And like, you, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't get to like, 
you don't get to like complain about I don't have enough money to afford a 12 bedroom home in Montecito and care about the little people. It's like you only care about yourself and your chicken farm. And you know what I mean? It's like she's she actually I think Megan is out of all of them on some weird level, the most selfish. Well, I think she's the most delusional because the things that she, like you said, you're trying to care about the little people. She's like, she's speaking at this women's event. I mean, her whole thing is like women's rights. And I'm like, okay, we kind of like have them already. And like the ones that are getting taken away, you can't get out of that with platitudes. Like women don't need to be empowered. They're already, right, right. you know, like what we need is for you to be like, you know, throwing eggs at Supreme Court justices, summer homes, like not, do you know what I mean? Like you can't just get on a stage and be like, women have a voice. And when they use that voice, you must listen to that voice. Like you're you're doing jack shit, but this is her cause is just this nebulous idea of women. And then like Kim's cause is her being the savior that gets individuals out of prison. Again, no structural changes whatsoever. No changes to the laws no changes to the prison system, just Kim picking and choosing, which again, sometimes I don't think she picks the right ones. There've been a couple with backlash where they were like, whoa, 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 this guy's a sex offender. Like this wasn't his first alleged crime. Even if he didn't do this one, like there are victims in the world that don't want this guy walking the streets, like that kind of thing. And then Ivanka obviously stands for nothing. So it's like all three money. She stands for real estate. Yeah. So all three of them have their own like, I mean, none of them give a shit about anyone at all. No, and and, and ultimately they're all Republicans. Right. Functionally, they are all functionally they're Republicans. Right. And like it wouldn't if, serve them even if they want to appear I mean, arguably the fucking Clintons are Republicans. Right. Nancy Pelosi is functionally Republican. a Republican. Right. Yeah. So it almost doesn't matter. It's just that, like, I don't know. I think I could see Kim running as a Republican because I think she would get the she would she get would a get, Democratic vote. She would get the girl vote, the, the like young person. And she would get a kick out of going against the grain and being like, yeah, I am a female Republican. And here's why it's because I'm smart. And like, yeah, but the only reason that now she might do that is because Kanye actually is leading the way for her again. Yeah, yeah. It is really funny that it would he be had the, his... the, it would be the, the skims of politics. Right. And the thing about Kim is like. I don't think she has a single skeleton in her closet. I think it's all out there. And like the mild things that the things that Kanye could reveal would be like the thing he revealed a couple years ago about their kids, like so beyond the pale that you wouldn't even use it against her. And you'd just be like, okay, well, her husband's a madman who has an ax to grind. So like she almost has the most plausible future as a politician to me. Followed yeah. by because she has no no shame and she can take the heat. She can take the criticism. Right. She is not one to like like right. Whereas Megan has like the thinnest skin. Ever. Kim has the thickest. Right. And then Ivanka is an alien. I don't even know. Ivanka about- has thick skin. Ivanka is the only one that was born into this conversation. And she is. A, she is a just straight up rich person, no matter what Megan's blog post indicates. And she can be a really nice rich person. But at the end of the day, you marry a corrupt real estate family. You you like 
you know, you convert to Hasidic Judaism and then Loki, they study the Kabbalah or is it the Kabbal? You know, she's just, she is like Ivanka may never actually run for office because she knows that that's not actually where the real power is. We need to once again, make clear that you're Jewish because if I, if a non-Jewish person was saying, <laughs> is it a Kabbalah yeah. or Kabbal? <laughs> but, but, but it is, it is the question. And, and it's like, I know, I know. Be- to be fair, like, it's just for people that aren't Jewish, cabal yeah. is a buzzword of like anti-Semitism. But for you, you can say it. You obviously don't mean that. Right. And I also think, you know, it's it's like, look, Christians, we get it, too. Like, not everybody is a Hillsong or whatever church pedophile. Not every Catholic is a pedophile. Not every Christian is one of these like weird MLM mega churches. It's like every single religion, every single group of people is going to have pedophiles Uh, weird yeah like weird uh sects that you know are corrupt and have a bad rap and i don't know i mean i think it's interesting that she converted to uh i believe it's like she's like a chabad lubich or something but it's like it's basically like a sect of uh hasidim and what are the hasids the most number one corrupt business people of all time they use religion to get out of paying taxes across the globe so it's not like she picked like she's not like a reformed jew who's interested in the lunar calendar you know like girl but i'm just you know it's born this born this way but it's like she she married into a culture where it's like and we pray and don't believe in taxes it's like okay the, the the hasidic jews are republicans hasidic jews are like one of the most powerful voting blocks in world history also so like she would have that going for her too yep everything about her marriage is business strategy yeah smart but i mean i don't know if she would be human enough like obviously she would get the maga vote i think that she is centrist seeming enough to get the centrist republicans on her side i think she would i think if she ran as a republican she would have a really good chance of winning i really really do and i think that kim she could go either way republican or democrat and i just think that these women are gonna go for like power dip pardon me power diplomat over president because i do think ivanka got in there enough to see that actually, no matter what her father got away with, or no matter what, like, I don't think she wants the scrutiny that he's under ever. And I don't think like in the world of business, you could get away with a whole lot. And in the world of international diplomacy, you could get celebrated for a whole lot. The minute that you become president and technically a servant of the country and the people, everybody has permission to look at everything you do with a with a fine tooth comb or whatever. And I, I think that she knows that she will lose power. I, I don't think she wants to run for office. I think she wants to be the, the you know, like the Murdoch of politics. But do you think she has ever done anything she's ashamed of? Besides that one tweet that went around where the person was like, Ivanka, you need to reveal that you had an abortion in high school, which we will never, ever, ever get confirmation of. Other than like that, like, I don't even think even from the time she was a teenager, all the reports were like, she is the buttoned up, polished version of her dad. Like Megan said in the thing, when she was a teenager, she wasn't dancing on tables or releasing pop albums. God forbid. Like she, I don't think, I think she's been prepping for this her whole life. And that's why she's so boring and silent because I think Mm. she has- no skeletons. And I think that she actually does want the prestige of having said I was president. I think she, and I think Kim could too. And I think Megan also does. 
like, I don't know. I think she wants it. I think she does. Why else would she have worked in her father's corrupt ass white house? Because that, because that's the family business and she's the number two, no matter what business and where. And because it gives her husband and her access to foreign billions. Yeah. But being president gives you even more access to it. But it also gives people a magnifying glass to what you do with that. But she would, I think, be smart enough to not become corrupt with it until she's out of office. Unless she actually does have certain blind spots because she's she is daddy's girl. And ultimately, as 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 much of a savant as Trump is and smart in the way that he's smart, he also completely brainwashed her and his children to think that the rules don't apply to them. And maybe Trump will get away with murder in whatever way. But I do think she could have some slip ups where she does some super shady shit and thinks, well, the Clintons get away with it and my father gets away with it and whatever. And I think at a certain point, not only do we love women and do we love hot women, we also love to punish and hate hot women. So I think she's putting herself in, we want her to fucking fail. And we want, and we would take all of our shit out on her that didn't get resolved in this um, investigation of her father. People are so either they're totally behind him or they're so fucking angry at him. Yeah. I think in terms of Kim running, she would run as a Republican because I think the Democrats would, would not be smart enough or cynical enough to use her in the way that she should be used. Like the Republicans would say, Oh, extremely famous, extremely hot woman who's yeah. Divisive, but can hold the attention of a room bring her in wheeler the fuck in like she can sit right next to candace owens and kanye and we will platform her we will give her a megaphone whereas the democrats would be too short-sighted to understand what a power she would have they would be like no 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 this is not this is too tacky we can't have a, a sex tape person yes but i also think because of kanye's I think people and especially democrats like are terrified of kanye and really angry at him now i think one of the only people that actually could match his uh, like, like she does balance him, whether they're married or not, she represents him. I think the Democrats like almost in it, sort of like an eye for an eye way could be like, yeah, we'll take him then. Okay. You're taking Kanye. We'll take him. I think Kanye, even Kanye and Trump, even being in the political conversation in general does change the level of celebrity that we now want to, to hear from for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. That's why it's paving the way for it. So, um, okay. And then, yeah, with Megan, she would obviously run as a Democrat. She is like the most textbook neolib in the world where she's like literally just preaching, preaching, preaching all the time. She won't even admit that she wants to be rich. She's just like pretending, well, I fell into it because of my historical love story. I don't, I don't (laughs) want this. I fell into it because of the gazillion auditions I went on and the gazillion, like the, the bachelor's degree from an incredibly prestigious school I went to this all just like kind of colluded with no, without any effort from me. You know what I mean? And like, well, then she's like, look, you see, we chose to leave the wealth of the, of the castle of the palace. And yet one of the big issues that she has is that they're not really payrolling them. They're not bankrolling them. Right. Exactly. And she's got incredibly expensive taste, which you can't blame her. But like the whole time she was in the Royal family, it was like Dior, Givenchy, like no one does that in the Royal family. They wear British designers and like Kate wears stuff from like basically the British equivalent of target sometimes, you know? Right. And like, cause you have to, you're supposed to, you're supposed to be supporting British brands. It's like the whole point. And I kind of love that Megan was like, 
oh, but I'm rich now. I'm wearing Dior. (laughs) (laughs) I totally relatable. Totally get it. I mean, I guess the thing that I wonder is like, as we see things continue to evolve, would it be possible for one of these women or or a partnership of these women to actually like run as an independent or run as like lol like the green party or like Mm -mm. run as something else and that could be like the start of a new political conversation because you know what i mean like i could totally see them finessing a way to be like well here's the thing if you're conservative republic if you're conservative financially but you're but you're like socially liberal this is what it looks like and this is why it's helpful for everyone and it's like no it's not but okay yeah no none of them want to do that they would they wouldn't feel confident enough that they would win none of them is going to run to lose that is the other thing like i think we're going to know when one of them is actually gearing up when we start seeing them talking to bankers talking to big pharma people when it leaks that they're taking meetings because all it really is about for winning the presidency is the money when they're getting these big donors and you know Kim, at least, is independently wealthy enough. I think Ivanka is also someone who doesn't actually have that much money from her businesses. I mean, who's ever bought an Ivanka Trump outfit? No one. She is literally like the Trump 2.0 in terms of just slapping her name on things, which Kim also follows that blueprint. Totally. But Ivanka married. I mean, the Kushners. Yeah. are real realists. Trump is actually also fake real estate wealth. He actually doesn't have as much money as he says he does either. Kushner does. But also Trump still somehow managed to not invest a dime of his own money in his presidential race. Like because she, he's the greatest celebrity of all time. Right. And like she would do the same thing, I think. But yeah, I think it's going to come down to like no, no big donor is going to give them money for a third party. They're only going to give them money for Democrats or Republicans because that's the only way they get a return on their investment, because then, you know, you push certain legislation through and then the, the banks and big pharma get the kickbacks. So, like, it's going to come down to that. It's going to have to be one of the two parties. I know you, you're saying that the two party system is going to implode. I don't think it is. It's too powerful, but I could see a huge switcheroo i could see yeah like more than even like implode like i mean we have to remember like back in the in lincoln's day the republicans were the democrats and i I think that that's part of this like like i mean it's hard to say like money aside because again at a certain point when you become a billionaire rich when you become multi 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 millionaire rich you kind of a republican you want to save your money you don't want to be taxed but i do think part of the Candace Owens and Kanye West, like black Republican movement that we're seeing, you know, I, I mean, Candace even said, she, she said in an interview, you know, two years ago, I wouldn't have even considered myself a conservative. She, she just has different views and a different way of communicating those views, same as Kanye. But I don't think that they're necessarily like, they're not like classic Republicans. In fact, right. I think the Republicans, like the classic Republicans probably are are fairly racist and and reject them well the classic republicans are the ones that are like obsessed with the constitution which ignored black people right exactly exactly and then like that's why the racists latch on you know like i don't think republican is like yes yeah like republican is more it's not necessarily inherently racist it's just they have blinders on where they're just like magically i have money And all these people have money and these people don't have money. Oh, it must be because I work harder. Like I'm inherently better. Whereas like with the Democrats, they at least pretend not to think that. Right. Even though the ones that are in power 
up till this moment in time clearly are, like we said, basically are functionally Republicans. And I think too, like going back to, I think what you just said is exactly right. And like, if you think about like constitutionalists, it's like the issue with the constitution and being a constitutionalist and, and going, well, we have a rule book and we follow it is that it is inherently, it is a lie. Yeah. Period. So it's like, like at least the Democrats pretend or the current Democrats, but were Republicans, but at least like, like technically the Republican party freed the slaves. You know what I mean? It's like, so the semantic change and the, and the, the pendulum swings as to which side is what and what, you know, as societies and culture changes, you know, what side you find yourself on changes, you know, I mean, when we were growing up, socialism wasn't even like a conversation that we would have had or libertarian. I mean, I I never even heard that a libertarian or a socialist existed until way later. You could get blacklisted for having attended a communist meeting up to the 50s. Right. So it's like, like, you know, even it's just, it's all brands, it's all power games. It's all ultimately like leading to the same place, which is that like societies need government and everyone needs money. But when rich people get too much of it, they think they deserve all of it. And they spend their lives trying to make sure it stays within the family and in the generations to come, which is why, as you have shared so poignantly that the Royals have no lips. Exactly. Now we got to wrap it up. What can you tell us? What are some loose strings we didn't cover yet about the synastry between Kim and Ivanka and Kim and Ivanka and Megan? Because I'm sorry. I just feel like Megan's part of this conversation. I really do. I love it. And I, I, we, I, I adjusted and I added Maggie, but okay, first let's take a look here. Okay. So this is Ivanka and Kim together. You know, like I said, uh, Ivanka is born on October 30th. Kim is born on October 21st. So Kim is a very late degree um, uh, Libra. Ivanka is a very early degree Scorpio. So that's where you see the difference where Kim does just like show up and make pretty makes, you know, talk about the storylines, get into the goss with all the peeps. And Ivanka stays mom because as a Scorpio, she's like, no, I'm going to just keep my shit private and remain in power. Right. But Mm -hmm. they are absolutely like they are they vibe right like like um, Ivanka's Mars in Virgo is in the same sign as Kim's Venus in Virgo when you have a Venus and Mars connection in synastry it is very nice it is like the plug fits into the socket like it's it's you know it's P and V or, or it's just like a you know the way that you work I'm attracted to and vice versa Uh, Kim's moon is on Ivanka's Mars. So even though sometimes that can lead to like, I could see them perhaps getting in some kind of like fight down the line or having some kind of a passionate, like they might trigger each other. But I also think, you know, the other side of it is that Ivanka's Mars. Wait a second. Kim K on the outside. Yeah. So yeah. So Kim's Mars in Sag could like flame um, Ivanka's inner 
moon, right? So, so on the one hand, they could clash when it comes to ideology, or they could clash when it comes to like, what is the truth? What is the storyline? What is, you know, but I also think that Kim with her Mars and Sagittarius is like, she does want to be like the leader of the passionate new trends. And she does want to have a big voice and she does want to like make a big impact. And I think so does Ivanka and Ivanka who has been sort of taught to play small play behind the scenes. If she does anything, do it right, make it look perfect and keep your mouth shut. Just look pretty, have power, all of that. I think that she, I think that, I think they love hanging out because I don't think, I think when Kim and Ivanka are together, Ivanka spills the beans. I think they're extremely comfortable together. They both also have um, a huge amount of planets in Libra, like individually. So there's a sense of like them both knowing that their power lies in fashion and beauty and that business has everything to do with aesthetic and, you know, aesthetics and diplomacy and like appearing to be like pretty, pretty bridges that are bringing people together when really yeah. they're just business people. And they both pretend like they both have such different uh, personal brands, but they're also, I think at the end of the day, such similar people because, you know, Kim has decided yeah, to lay it out all on the line. Ivanka has decided to keep it all in, but that's basically where their differences end. That's really, it's just that strategy is the only thing that makes them different. Well, I agree. And I think it's also interesting two signs that are, you know, they're technically square, but they actually have a lot in common are Pisces and Sagittarius. Like, like the Pisces, Virgo, Sag, Gemini axis have more in common than we think, I mean, again, there are like, like similar to like how cardinal signs like Libra cancer, those that's cardinal energy. I think the, the mutable signs, um, are like, like, okay. So both Sagittarius and both Sagittarius and Pisces are about like visions and are highly spiritual in nature and are highly, um, you know, whereas Sagittarius is more pointed direct Pisces is more cloudy, more like high love, but at the same time, like they both are coming at every conversation with some strong, whether it's religious or, um, like just belief, like, like ingrained belief based ideology that they are like, that is actually driving their inner comfort levels. Like, so long as Kim just like feels like she's making an impact on the world, highest love and making things pretty, making art. And as long as Ivanka feels like she's like part of the fire squad, you know, and, and she's bringing the heat, whether it's behind closed doors or in public, like she had a huge role. She had to work in the White House. She might be the only person who can contain and edit anything that her father does or says. She really is his Achilles heel. They have the same moon. They are twinsies, but she is more stated, more quiet. Thank God she's a Scorpio because the only difference between her and her father is that he's a motherfucking Kanye ass Gemini, blah, 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 running their goddamn mouths. Yeah. Do you want to know something I noticed this week? This yes. is a real shift of topic, but Courtney Kardashian does not really film with her family anymore. I feel like Kylie doesn't either. Kylie does a little bit. Kylie barely films. Kendall, interestingly, continues to try to have storylines, even though she doesn't seem to like anything. And then Kim and Chloe are always together. Chris, Kim and Chloe are always interacting. Courtney really barely. She was at like Chloe's baby shower and brought her husband like a real freak. Who brings a man to a baby shower? I'm sorry. And men, 
don't come to baby showers, save yourselves. Why do you want to be in this? That's like me wanting to go to the proctologist. Like, why are you putting yourself through this torture that you don't have to do? You know what I mean? It's part of my life. It's part of my life. Yeah. Like, it's not fun to go to a baby shower. But anyway, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because I was thinking about when Kim and Chloe in a recent episode, they're talking about the backlash to Kim saying, why doesn't anybody work? And um, Kim says to Chloe says to Kim, don't worry about it. We're built for this. And I was like, are they built for it? I guess they're, I think what they're saying is we're built for this. Courtney's not like, I think a lot of what they say on the show is shade toward Courtney. Like the, the, no one wants to work thing is shade toward Courtney, you know, 100%. And like, let's, let's like break it down. I mean, astrologically here, what we see in what, what, what Chloe and Kim have in common astrologically is that they are both water and air, right? Like air signs love to fucking just, you know, chat about everything all the time and get into the conversation and be in the public and get the TV show and be in the check comment section, whatever. And then they also have these like intuitive sort of emotionally in touch or out of touch, but they have this like sort of emotional side that, that, you know, does feel almost like, like an artist and like, they do have things to express. And so them feeling comfortable on this larger platform or feeling like they're built for this is, is soothing for the two of them because they're like, yeah, we have a lot to share with the world and too many feelings to bottle this all up and not be famous for it. Whereas if I remember correctly, Courtney is a Aries sun. I believe she's a Scorpio moon. I don't know, but yeah, I think Aries sun. I think she's an Aries sun, Scorpio moon. We know that that Kylie is a Scorpio moon. We know that Kendall is a Scorpio. It's the Scorpio eclipse. And, you know, Chris gets to completely own her Scorpio, like behind the scenes, matriarch star part of it. But her children that actually maybe wouldn't have signed up for this as the Scorpio, like the reason Kendall is like down to be on the show, but also is searching for storylines is because you better believe there is going to be never a true story about what's going on with Kendall on the Kardashians ever and that's why Kylie's stepping out because she's like like fuck this like you guys can have my Leo side you can have my Instagrams you can have my snaps but like you know you don't get my pregnancy you don't get my story you don't get to actually know me or attack me I don't even fucking know me (laughs) right oh I don't think she does I wish she would just say I have enough money now and I'm done that would be a really nice example to set to all the other rich people but once again like as much as they want to say money doesn't buy happiness then stop, stop trying to get it. Stop keeping all the money and stop making all the money. But I do think it is a very Scorpio thing that it maybe will be, you know, healed through, maybe it's coming up for all of us in our list, but like the, the Libra Scorpio axis is all about our relationships and our obligation and connectivity to, and partnering with other, especially our family. Like, I think because they all are, they are this like Scorpio matriarch warehouse of humans. And they just like pump out the drum. They pump out the storylines. They pump out the, the brands and the socks and the good Americans or whatever. And I think beyond that, there is a strong obligation from the beginning of when they signed up for this, that like, you're in the family. It is like mafia shit. It's like, if you're in the family, you're in the family. And it's like, I think they all feel obligated to continue to show up for this thing because not only is it their bread and butter at the end of the day, but it also is what the mother, the matriarch expects of them, wants from them. It is the 
epicenter of their empire. So this might feel more obligatory than fun for the for the Scorpios in in this conversation. And yet they can't really get out of it because it, it actually is the Scorpio power, money, behind the scenes, like like bondage that they have with each other to maintain this brand of like, we are the Kardashians, we're the Car Jenners, we are the show. And I think there might be a sense of, I mean, we could see throughout this eclipse cycle, perhaps uh, more of them stepping out of the show or the spotlight. There could be a rebrand. I mean, I don't know what their contract is for, but I think that if anything, this has been a whole season so far of them being like, you know what? Let's have Chloe be the Thar. And it's like, you know, she's basically been like so far 80% of all the drama on the show. Yeah, I know. So, okay, let's add Megan in and see how she changes things. So when we look at Megan, hold on, let me find Megan. When we look at little Maggie Poo. This is all, that's also why I think Kim is going to run for president because I think the show is going to run its course at some point. And she wants to be still- yeah, I think the show is going to the show is going to run its course for sure. And I and I think that is what we're starting to see. I mean, I think that like the fact is that now like the show is deeply overproduced. Some might say it's very good narrative storytelling. Some might say it's all fucking bullshit. I mean, I think that the issue is like ever since they changed the form, not even the format, but like since it's not keeping up with the Kardashians, now it's the Kardashians on Hulu. There's almost this weird acknowledgement of the fourth wall that they kind of never had before. And it's like, they want us to know that they know. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's working. I don't, it's not as interesting to us because we're like, oh, this is just their PR. Yeah. What it is, is when rock stars get to a certain level of fame and they stop writing songs about the human experience and start writing songs about being on the road. Right, right. Or like, or like having like, right, being on the road or like, like even with rappers, it'll be like, now that I have so much money and I just got to, you know what I mean? It's like, we can't relate to your, your grills. Like we don't know. It's not right. It's not a show about a family being a family anymore. It's a show about a group of famous people trying desperately to amass more fame. And that's not really like that fun to watch because they're not actually showing us the machinations. They're just pretending to it's fake, but yeah. Also like I really like Taylor Swift's new album. We should probably do an episode on it. But like the first track on it is all about how hard it is to date someone in the public eye. And you're just like, it's also also funny because like based on just like, what's her name based on Taylor's track record, it's like, Taylor, thank God you've dated all these people in the public eye. It's your entire catalog. Right. Also, it doesn't seem like it's that hard. It seems like it comes incredibly naturally. And You're like, going to date this... someone not famous, Tay? Yeah. And she says this album is autobiographical, but like in the first few seconds of that first song, she's like, this is new to me. And it's like, how is this new to you? You've been having PR relationships since you were like 16. I mean, like in every single way. like Maybe that... what's new to her is the fact that it's actually in love being actually in love right that they're not they're they're not super public about it right like it's new to me that you won't do pap walks with me right right it's new to me that you have class yeah and that you actually like me well they're still not engaged i mean okay so first things first what i want to say about um ivanka kim and uh, Megan is like they are really peers like they are all born in either 1980 1981 which means they have the same 
north nodes they have the same chirons they have the same saturns like so they these are people what are all their north nodes uh uh fucking oh all their north nodes actually that's not true kim and um so it's slightly different but megan is a north node in leo ivanka is a north node in cancer kim is i believe a north node in leo let me double check that and what is the south node when your north nodes in leo always the opposite so what is the south node of what, I don't know but, what it is. Yeah, but you can't get on me for not doing math if you're not going to go opposite of Leo is. I know Aquarius. that's a call. That's a call back to the Patreon. Better join, okay. better join if you want to get all the jokes. But it's like, okay, so the opposite of a North node in Leo is a South node in Aquarius. The opposite of a North node in Cancer. But they're all very, it's like at the end of the, like Ivanka, it, it does, I won't get into the details of it, but Ivanka's South node in Capricorn She's coming from money, coming from wealth, coming from the establishment, learning how to lean into her femininity, lean into the fact that she's now obligated as a mother to have at least a sense of like moral compass. Like I like I do. And, and I mean, she also struggled with postpartum depression. I think her becoming a mother uh, is, is a huge part of her awakening. And because Pluto is still in Capricorn it's sort of yet to be seen what is being like released and overhauled in terms of the power structure of her south node who is this Megan Ivanka oh Ivanka okay coming from south node in Capricorn moving into north node in Cancer so she really is here to actually like care a little bit less about business and care a little bit more about care and nurturing and and mothering yeah Um, here's something wow else sorry that I was going to say about Megan I mean I think she's going to start making the moves toward politics she's going to convince herself that there is a reason why it's not going to work for her when the real reason is she's too sensitive she's going to she's going to come up with some other reason like oh well they're treating me like a bimbo and it's their fault it's the rest of the world's fault that she's not a politician but then she's magically going to groom Lilibet from the time that she's sentient to be president like she's well, that's what we were talking about i was like i think that we already have said also that it's possible that lilibet is if she doesn't just end up being like a, a brothel you know a, a wild party girl like i think she's who we've said also could be the first female president yeah like i think i could see megan making overtures in that direction and realizing it's not for her inventing a reason why it's everybody else's fault that it's not for her and then even though she has demonized it saying well actually it just so happens that it's perfect for my daughter like that, who's, I, the, who's the queen mother now, bitch? Right. Like, I bet you a hundred dollars that that's what's going to happen. Like, she's going to be like, who would ever want to be $100? I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet. <laughs> like, she's going to be like, oh, the political world is terrible. Blah, blah, blah. No one good is in it. P.S. Have you thought of voting for my daughter? Right, is going to be right. the, the vibe because that's her or thing. Like, we'll, her- we like we'll come save like no one's good. Like we have to participate because you need us. <laughs> right. Because the royal family is evil. Everything about the monarchy is terrible. P.S. Don't forget to use my title. It's going to be that vibe again. Megan, isn't Megan Canadian? No, she's from L.A. Oh, I always think she's from Canada. OK, never mind. Ignore that. Ignore that. But it's like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's possible. That that's why they moved to the U.S. I do think it's possible that she dumped this all into her, that she dumps this all into her children. And I mean, side note, like South node in Aquarius, North node in Leo, not only is it when you have a North node in Leo, not only is it your job to like flame the fire of your own talent and not just like the family, but also North node in Leo asks you not only to, to express the inner child yourself, but to raise like expressive children. 
Yeah, yeah. She that's why they moved to the US so that their second child would be born on US soil and be able to be president. You cannot wow. convince me there was any other reason why they moved to the US. Like they the fact that they did it so quickly, I mean, I think that Megan had to be weighing up in her subconscious Again, I don't think she would consciously think this. I think a lot goes on in her subconscious and she doesn't consciously give it a voice despite all of her talking about how women need to have a voice. She would have been subconsciously weighing up. Do I stay in the royal family longer and build up more clout that way? Or do I get out while I'm still young enough to have a second child who is born in the US and able to become president? I think that was a conversation she had with herself for sure. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And I just feel like she is... Out of the three of them, I think she is the least likely to actually, I, I, I think she's just too sensitive. I, I, I don't think she can handle that kind of like fine tooth comb scrutiny on any level. She right. is a cancer rising. So no matter what, the way that she is like showing up and being in the world is protective. Like she is walking around with a shell trying to protect herself. So I just don't see her even... I don't think she wants power unless it's like truly on her turf, safe terms, which I don't know if it exists, but I think that's what she's going for. I do think that, I mean, the other thing, right? Like if she, if she could be less public facing, she could find that, but she just, for some reason, she has this compulsion to be public facing, but not to allow the public to interpret her on their own terms. Like she, she wants to be like, she's like a, She's like a school marm almost like well, it's I like am Libra moon problems. Like Libra moons need to do the extra level of work where they go. Oh, the way that I care about other people is by caring about myself first and being a good partner to myself. And therefore then I can be a good partner to everybody else and not be so reactive about everyone's opinions about me. But like a, a lower level Libra moon gives a huge shit about what everyone thinks about them. Right. And, and also everyone to like them. It's funny that she's a cancer rising because her acting is so cancerian. Her acting yeah. is so wooden. And it's like, you're seeing her shell. You're seeing a a shield that she's putting up that says, sad now, switch out the shield, happy now. Like even she's she said in that one interview, like, oh yeah, um, I'm so good at crying on set. They just say, Megan, left eye, one tear, and I can do it. It's like, that's so crazy. It's really good acting actually in that way, but like her acting in general, she never dissolved into a character. It was always acting. It was the acting most actory acting that ever acted. It's well, the but isn't that also like what she's doing now in her life as Harry's wife. That's something like she's still acting and right. What you're saying is exactly her chart, which is that like, she is afraid to actually be vulnerable. She's afraid to actually let people in. She is walking around in her shell hoping that she's safe and then peeking her head out and being like, am I safe? And then no matter what comes at her, she's like, no, I'm not safe. I'm not safe. Yeah. Now I do think that Ivanka and Kim as a ticket, I mean, I don't know who would be the, the, you know, who would be the lead, but they, Oh, I don't think either of them could cope with being a ticket. I think they would do subsequent runs. I think they would endorse each other, even if they run for two different parties, which I do think they're both going to run Republican, but like, I think they'll both be, they're going to be, they can't be a ticket because who would be Veep? Neither one of them would be willing to take the backseat. Right. That's what I was thinking. Right. They're neither of them could be except that Ivanka perhaps could be because Scorpio sons, they want power. And part of that is by not being the figurehead. 
like like a lot of like Scorpio is big VP energy because it actually does have more power, less scrutiny, and like right, like, like Dick Cheney has to be a Scorpio. That actually would be interesting to see. I we could I'll, look it up, but I'll yeah, Google, Google it. it to see. But yeah, it's like I feel like it, like if anything, Kim's like they could have a conversation where because also Ivanka's moon is like directly on Kim's rising, so they really do like pump each other up and like together they feel like wow maybe we like are the law maybe we like our authority like wow yes. together like we really like make an impact they're gonna love that just nothing more than a picture of us coming out of this place is gonna be a tons look look at our dumb father husbands like they have to say really offensive shit to get the kind of attention that we're just gonna get by hanging out right and like being pretty uh dick cheney's an aquarius which also makes sense not a shot i mean know what his moon is uh, I don't know. We can't go into that rabbit I'll hole, but I think, yeah, him being an Aquarius makes complete sense. Of course sense. he's an Aquarius. He's like, fuck actual individual people. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, okay, I want to know about Ivanka because I do think that Ivanka wants to be front and center. She's stunning. No one puts that much effort into their appearance who doesn't want to be front and center. And also like she does speak sometimes. I think she knows she's not that good at it, but she like Meghan Markle still just has this like primal need to be the star and doesn't even understand why. And doesn't yeah, even she, understand that that's a need for them. You know what she I mean? Do she does, but like she has so much Libra and so much Scorpio in her chart that not only is she more comfortable leading like yeah like she did have her years on the runway and she loved working at the white house and she does love being public and famous but i think you know because of you know scorpio sons they need to be able to like die decompose and return and they need to she was wears colored contacts sometimes she also doesn't wear colored contacts sometimes like she Ivanka? Is, yeah if you notice sometimes she's wearing colored contacts sometimes she's not what and it's a weirdo like, that's but it's like it's so like she's actually making like fashion choices sagittarius moon based on what she feels passionate about she also has her moon not conjunct- that i think it's weird to wear color contacts by the way it's just so incongruous with her it makes no sense that she would do that because it's like it's not something like totally obvious if you're really watching you might notice scorpios love that but then ultimately it's like she's making fashion choices she yeah. also has her neptune hey, can i say conjunct- something before you keep going sure, sure. i someday not today because we're running out of time we need to do Ivanka and Kate Middleton sinistry because they both have a similar really baffling thing of like wanting to be famous working really hard to be famous and then not doing a damn thing with it do you know what I mean like why did Kate Middleton bother marrying into the royal family just to walk around and look pretty I don't get it that actually is the, the job I, know, I think but- that's what this whole thing is, is like showing us no matter what, like that when it comes down to it at a certain point, power and what we consider power and the power structure is ultimately just rich people staying rich and doing I- as little as they can to change the culture, because that's what keeps them rich. She's rich on her own. Her family's rich. So what's what's better than just being able to just be a rich wife that walks around and waves? I totally get that. Not having to walk around and wave. Yeah, but she is a Capricorn. She loves that attention. She wants to be famous. She Capricorns want guess, yeah. to be like the figurehead. 
I know. I'm just like, she went to such great lengths. She changed schools to go to his school. She became friends with him and like circled him and like, you know, all this stuff like to, to kind of, she, she put in work. She stayed with him for 10 years. He cheated on her. He broke up with her. Like yeah, she this is was the like, job of her motherfucking dreams. I know. I just don't get it. I just can't imagine. I just, I can't relate. It's what we were talking about on the Patreon. No, she's like, I'm, she's like, I'm going to save the fucking monarchy. I'm just going to be the number one queen in the land. And I'm just going to look perfect, be stoic. And you guys are going to love me. And sometimes I'm going to show you how maternal I am and the monarchy will be saved and we will have the money. That's where I think sometimes Ivanka seems more like a Capricorn to me, even though well, she's I a Scorpio. If I were to guess, I would guess that she's a Capricorn rising. Is she? Oh, do you not have her birth time? No, but when you put it in the noontime, it, it has her as a Capricorn rising. I would guess that she's a Capricorn rising with that real estate background, money being in her first house, business being her first house. I, I could see her being. She's so methodical. Just, so methodical. And then also that would put her Chiron in the fourth house. Again, not only did she suffer from postpartum depression, but she has, you know, Chiron in the fourth house. There is like some deep wounding around like safety, wealth, value, um, you know, resources in the fourth house where your family is her parents. Do you know what's so interesting to me about postpartum and her depression? Are yeah. Yeah. The, with postpartum depression, I'm like, who it's so crazy that some people don't have that. <laughs> well, no, I know. I was actually thinking about that too today where it's like postpartum depression is basically just something to hang your hat on. If you were like, de- like, it's, not that it's not real, but it's like, weren't you depressed before? No. And also like your entire body got ravaged. Your hormones are completely insane. Who just goes through that and is like, oh yeah, everything's hunky dory now. Like those are the people we need to be worried about because that's fucking weird. It should be called like postpartum for all of the things you feel for the next nine months because you have actually been through a trauma to bring another human into this life. And yeah, feel all the feels. Yeah. Feel all the feels. It should just be called you're a normal person. And the people that aren't should be, ooh, let's study them. Right, right, right. And then it's something's like, up with that. If we find a whole new branch of female serial killers, that will be the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, everything that we, I mean, there's, there's so much more to say, but I do have to go in a second because my headphones are about to die and I got to go lead the zoom manual. But I think oh the last God. thing I was going to say though, is that they all do have, or at least Kim and Ivanka both do have these heavy Piscean Neptunian signatures in their charts which is what makes them like sort of larger than life and you know I mean uh, Ivanka has her moon conjunct her Neptune conjunct her Venus so it's almost like she feels like super passionate about the things that she feels passionate about she knows her power she loves the being a part of the feminine power she also has Lilith conjunct her moon like she is dark feminine power but it's like she also can be a little bit like delusional lie to herself like when you have Neptune conjunct your your moon and or your Venus it's sort of like her idea of the divine feminine is a bit skewed or her idea of why she can excuse her father for x y and z and why she can excuse her husband and his family for x y and z is all a little bit like okay you could tell yourself that like bearer of truth but like you might need to check yourself if you're actually going to north node in cancer be actually like a nurturing good parent Right. This is the last second to last question I'm going to ask and try to answer it quick because I know you have to go quick and I want you to answer the last one, too. Do you think that she is blind to the fucked up stuff that the people around her are doing 
Or do you think that she goes out of her way to justify it to herself? Do you think she lays in bed at night and is like, you know, it's it's actually good that my dad wants the wall built because of X, Y, Z. Or do you think she's just like, la, 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 fingers in the ears? No, I think that she's like, LOL, you idiots. You think he's saying anything he actually thinks? That's business. I don't think she thought he was ever going to build a wall and he didn't build a wall. I think she's saying what I'm saying about Kanye, actually, which is like, why are you all taking him so literally? Like, this is just how we do business. We say she was raised by someone who taught her to lie as a way that that's what this, that's how we do business. Like she sees Mm. everything. She does know that a lot of the, that a lot of the shit that he says isn't right, but it's, I think it's confusing to her because she's like, yeah, but like that's power. And, right. And I think and, she's and she, so and then she goes, you guys don't understand because you guys haven't like maintained this level of power and wealth in the society like we have. And the way that you do that is by being a a liar, being a bullshit person, by not caring about the little people. Now, I don't want anyone to think that about me and I don't really want that to be my brand, but I get it. And that's how things work. I think all three of them. I was, it's so funny that you said little people, cause that's literally what I was about to say. All three of them have such a different delusional relationship with the little people as it were. Ivanka's relationship with it is I am better than them. My family mm-hmm. is better than them and we are their custodians and we're doing what's best for them. Yep. I think Kim's is kind of similar, but I think her point of view is like, I have to begrudgingly kowtow to the little people sometimes in order to stay on top. And I will, I am tossing them a bone every day and they should be grateful for my expertise and my entertainment value. And then I think Megan's thing with the little people is I worked my way out of being the little people. And so that now they should all listen to me. Right. I think Megan is like, I'm a little person too. And then everyone's like, well, Megan, as a former little person, she's like, wait, wait, I was never a little person. She's too Libra moon for her own good. She cannot figure Mm -hmm. out what to say to make people like her. And it's too hard for her to maintain the front all the time because none of it is actually, actually true, which is just that like, she's fairly normal. Yeah. And she did a good job. Yeah. And she married up. Yeah. foreign. Inside joke for listeners. No shame in it. I mean, same here. Duh. So, okay. So my final question to you and the listeners and listeners, you can weigh in on this patreon.com slash space trash podcast or in the space trash fan group on Facebook, which of these ladies is going to be the first female president. And the conceit is that it has to be one of them. Obviously it might be someone else, but for the purposes of the pod, who do you think is the first one, Sarah? Um, let me look at the charts. I mean, okay. I think, I mean, astrologically, I would say Megan will try first. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Megan will think she's striking while the iron's hot because she has no idea when the iron, she doesn't even know where the iron is. She has no clue. Yeah. She'll think she's striking when the iron's hot. It's not going to work out and she's going to push it on a little bit. I think Timing wise, the person with the best chance in the next 10 years is Ivanka because Trump still has momentum and Ivanka can easily capitalize on that momentum doing little to no effort of her own just by saying, 
hey, I'm him, I'm him 2.0. And the followers will jizz their pants over that, especially because she's also hot. And then she'll say, well, obviously I'm the more pared down genteel version of my father, which the haters of Trump will also really like. So I think she's got the best chance. I don't know if, and, and I think Kim also has a good chance down the line, seven years from now, five to seven years from now, I think Kim could give it a shot. I think that the thing for Ivanka that is in her favor is that like, so Pluto is basically stationed exactly on the degree of her South node and Pluto over the next few years will be slowly finishing this Pluto in Capricorn transit. I think once Pluto is off of her South node and Pluto moves through Aquarius, she will have a little bit like the pressure will be off of her. Who can like, no, Ivanka. Like, sorry, Ivanka's, I keep forgetting who we're talking about. No, it's it's confusing, but it's like I, Ivanka needs Pluto to move off of her, and I mean, because she also has her her Jupiter, Mercury, and Saturn in Libra. So not only is Pluto on her South Node right now, but it's square her Saturn and her Mercury and her Jupiter. So she's in a kind of weird, powerful, like she's feeling this transition and her responsibility towards leadership maybe more than all of them but the minute that pluto moves out of um the minute that, that pluto moves out of capricorn so like by 2025 she's going to feel a huge weight lifted i also think because we know that saturn is about to move into pisces i think we can foresee that kim might have a very weird you know 2023 2024 where saturn is coming for her moon and she's going to have to learn some of the emotional lessons that maybe she hasn't learned. She's going to have to mature as a person, but I do think that there could be some crisis of faith that Kim goes through over the next few years that ultimately will lighten up as well. But I don't know, Saturn conjunct moon transits can be very hard. Yeah. I think Kim's crisis of faith is going to be Courtney quits the show when she realizes that Travis is making enough money from being on the road and they don't need the money of the show anymore. Yep. And Kylie quits the show because she's got enough money to go for the rest of her life. And then the show becomes just Kim, Chloe and Kendall and Chris, and they have to decide whether that's worth keeping going and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I also think this Kanye stuff, even though she can keep like kind of a brave face now. I think as the divorce becomes more real and as he becomes less and less responsible for his participation in making her life easy in whatever way, I, I think that that she's going to be in a bit of a... I, I don't know if she feels the heartbreak of this divorce just yet or the burden of it just yet, but I think right. when Saturn moves through Pisces and is like connecting to both of their moons and the moon of the relationship, like they're both going to have to mature and it's going to be some real lessons for both of them. I mean, Kim truly does not have a handle on who to marry. Let's just say, I mean, and actually I like Kanye for her despite all things, but, but this is more than she bargained for. She didn't want to be with someone who was this polarizing and she now is trying to kind of like work with it. And I think there could be a point where, she might need a break. She, she might need two years out of the spotlight because it, it might actually get too much. Like if Kanye's rants create more of a, of a, of a display of anti-Semitism than just some people putting a banner over a freeway in LA, if this actually becomes, a, a, if he launches an accidental hate movement, because again, I do not think that's his intention. I think he's trying to make a point and we're all 
you know, we're just, we are herd mentality and whatever he says, we either go with or hate, but you I let the I, genie out of the bottle. That's the thing. Right. And I think she may have to take a few years off out of the spotlight in order to then be able to reemerge as somebody who is even emotionally, I think she holds it all together really well. But when Saturn moves into Pisces, I could see her emotionally just being a bit like it would be different if she was a Saturn sun, because with Saturn sun, when, when Saturn conjuncts your sun in a transit, sometimes it can lead to like maybe a crisis of the ego or like lessons around your ego. But what it oftentimes leads to is like promotions or like some, some maturation, some structure put around who you have become. Whereas when it's a moon transit, sometimes it can lead to like marriage. Sometimes it can lead to like making your emotions more serious. But I think in this case, it's going to be like, yo, you need to learn your lessons. Like you are really not being as like as discerning as you think that you are. Yeah. It's interesting to think about whether she's being discerning or not with her choices in men. I mean, now that she's done the whole Pete Davidson manic rebound sex thing, I think she is taking, I, I can't see her taking two years off of being famous. Even after she got robbed in Paris, it was, she only made it. Right, like you three. would think that that would have made more of an impact. They were like, no, we're going to make a great episode. I know it was like three months and then she was like, okay, I'm back. And now my house has less furniture. It's like, okay, sure. Also, I found a really truly deranged screenshot on my phone of an outfit she wore around that time. And I just need people to stop saying that Kanye is the brains behind her style because he had her in some stupid ass shit. Oh my God, lol, put it in the Patreon, put it in the Patreon. Yeah, 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 I will. Okay, so we should wrap up. Sarah's on her way to the moon, you all. This should hopefully go up before it actually Yeah, if starts. it goes up before, just hit the link in the bio at the moon, you I'm just going to put it directly up because I don't really have time to send marketing emails. So just come through. And also, if you're listening, Blue Jean Baby, if you want to, if you want to be the full pants, finish your review. What were you going to say? I know we want to say, we want to know what you were going to say, but only if it was nice. Maybe she was about to call me bitter and then said, you know what? I'm going to leave that to my inner thoughts. Wow. Well, these cutoffs are leaving a lot to be desired. So come on, let's finish the jeans if it's nice wash. And thank you so much for the review. Everyone, please rate and review. If you have, if you disagree with anything we said, that is completely fair. And we would love to hear about it on the proper channels, which are the right. Facebook group and Patreon, patreon.com slash space trash podcast. We can have record, discussions. Sorry to interrupt you while I'm trying to have a discussion, but I want to just say, if you're going to like, let's just say the blue jean baby was about to trash Molly and her bitterness at the very least, she did it a little bit better than some of our other opinionated dotiful, wonderful listeners, because it's like, at least she gave five stars. It's like, if, if right. you have to trash us in the reviews, just do it with five stars. Do it with five stars, please. Every time. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram and stuff and join the Patreon and Facebook. If you want to chat Scorpio new moon eclipse. Everybody. I hope everyone gets less stressed out because if you listen to the Patreon, you will know I've been full of rage myself and so has Sarah. So hopefully this will end soon. Surrender to the pain and transmute it. We're all going to up level space trash trash in space space trash lifestyles the rich and uranus space trash celebrities they're trash but the astrology can help us understand transmission incoming <laughs> planning for your next trip 
elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.